Hi, friends. Welcome back to Practicing Faith with Nate and Tucker. Today, um, we're going to be in a little bit of Isaiah. Well, it's Nephi quoting Isaiah, <laughs> but he loves to quote Isaiah. Um, <laughs> so he, here's kind of an overall theme. Instead of getting into the intricacies of the poetry and what he's saying here, let us give you a broad thematic view and how this can practically apply to how you practice your faith and your trust right here. So one of the ideas or the themes that Isaiah brings up is this idea that as humans, we all have kind of, I don't know what we would call them, crutches or things we rely on. Sometimes it's good looks. Sometimes it's money to buy nice clothes. Sometimes it's fa the fact that you're a really smooth talker or that um, you have skills with mathematics and engineering and management. And we all have these things. And then God says, uh, Isaiah, a God through Isaiah, through Nephi. How about that? Through me now, like that's a daisy chain of like five people right here. <laughs> um, he says, hey, one day all of these things are going to go away. And in essence, he's trying to get us to recognize, yes, there are these things we can rely on and they, they can be meaningful and full of service and good things. But there's a higher path or a greater power or spirit um, that we can access during this life that can infuse our lives with good things. Um, so, so Tucker, take us in this next step of like finding the, this next level, if you will, um, through some of the crutches we naturally use. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everybody that's listening probably is familiar with these crutches that Isaiah talks about. The daughters of Zion are going to have their, the rings and nose jewels. That's like a verse that me and my buddy back in seminary made our own. We had our own personal scripture mastery list that we made, which were like the verses that were the most awkward to take out of context. That was one of our <laughs> scripture mastery things. But whatever the things are in, in this list of things that I say is like, hey, we're going to take away the mighty man from Israel. We're going to take away the rings and nose jewels from the daughters of Zion. We're going to take away the uh, these things that you are staying yourself on. And the contrast to it uh, that I love is uh, back in 1 Nephi 20, this is a way back when he's quoting, he says, um, how did he say it? Let me look at it. He says, nevertheless, they call themselves of the holy city, but they do not stay themselves upon the God of Israel. And Nate, I can see that in me. Like I can see that uh, across uh, the the scope of my life where I call myself the holy city. Maybe I call myself or I consider myself a holy person, but am I like really staying myself? Am I really leaning on God? Um, and the answer for me is like, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> but a lot of other times I'm leaning on something else. And so like, for example, maybe, you know, leaning on the crutch of good looks, that crutch was taken from me after sixth grade. So mm -hmm. I didn't, I get, didn't get to lean on that one for long, but uh, I, I've leaned on so many other things, sports, athletic ability. Like uh, I felt good about my academic ability at some point. I, I've leaned on relationships. I've leaned on status. I've leaned on my job and what people thought of me because of whatever position I had in my job. I've just tried leaning on all these different things. And uh I, I just love Isaiah's reminder here. Hey, those crutches, those leanings, they can't give you what staying yourself on God can give you. 
And what staying yourself on God gives you is just this beautiful flow of love and joy and peace in life, presence, like living right here in the now. Um, when we when we are doing our trust fall into God, um, life will transform and change into just a much more beautiful, real living experience. That's what I'm seeing here that Isaiah is reminding us of. And I'd say two things on this. Number one, like it doesn't take away when we choose to trust in God, it doesn't take away from this thing that that we are enjoying so much usually. Like sometimes you're going to get old and beauty will fade in a certain degree and your heel will hurt constantly is my case as far as running goes or something <laughs> like that. Like those things do change, right? Um, but for the most part, like relying on God simply enhances the experience. Like I, I'm not really good with heights. I have been rock climbing before because, I don't know, I feel like it's an obligation since I like outdoors to at least try something like that. It seems like a pretty hippie granola thing to do. Um, it fits in the genre of things I like, but I don't really naturally enjoy it. And I'll get up there on the wall and my legs will start shaking. Um, and there have been moments where I'm so terrified that I've just got to keep myself on the wall. Like it's honestly emotionally exhausting it's physically exhausting it's an unpleasant experience but i have fallen and the person who is belaying me has caught me every single time no every single time a 100 success record and i think in some ways god's inviting us to say hey I'm here. He, he's never gone anywhere. All these times where we're relying on all these other things, he's always there belaying us. That power, that strength, that lift, that security has always been there. And it, it's more about, like you said, the phrase trust falling. It's learning to trust that that power is there and to allow that power to help us on this journey and enhance the, this journey as we go through it. And I don't know if this is something that we're necessarily naturally disposed to. And and maybe it's just simply that we haven't practiced this stance. That's why we, we talk about practicing faith um, is we're trying to give you different ways or possibilities that you can practice this. A any thoughts about that, Tucker? Yeah, I, I'm just thinking of that moment right before I fall off the rock wall and trust the, the belayer and the rope to catch me, right? That's like a harrowing thought. And honestly, I feel that pretty often in life, like uh, in daily life, like I'll give an example. Just the other day I was sitting in my office and I've really been trying to practice faith in this way of stopping and asking myself, okay, what is my preference of what to do in this moment? And then once I notice what my preference is, then I have a clarity to ask the next, next question, which is, okay, but what is God calling me to do in this moment? Or what is life inviting me to do in this moment with what's in front of me. So I was sitting in my office uh, the other day. I had just sat down to prepare a lesson and I asked myself this question, what do I want to do right now? And answer came was like, well, I, I want to prepare this lesson, just get it done. So I'm ready for teaching tonight. And, um, and then I asked myself the next question, well, what is life calling me to do? What is God calling me to do right now? And I was reminded that I had walked past a kid sitting in a chair just outside of my office, that he wasn't there to see me or anything. He was just there hanging out. And I just felt a little tug. Now, it wasn't a big tug. It wasn't this big revelatory voice from heaven or anything like that. But it was just like, 
that would be the best place for you to be right now is out there talking to that kid. And honestly, Nate, like I'm kind of shy by nature in a lot of ways. And to think of going and talking to a kid that I've never talked to before, I had this kind of clinging to the wall moment where I was like, no, I don't want to do that. It feels safer just to stay here in my office, my comfortable space. But I was like, I'm practicing. Like I'm trying to really live this way. And so I went out of my office and I sat down next to this kid and I was like, hey, tell me your name. And and, uh, he told me his name and I started just, I didn't know why I was talking to him other than I felt drawn to it. I felt a little tug there. And I started to talk to this kid and he kind of opened up to me, told me about his life. We really connected. And I had this amazing, very simple, but amazing uh, experience of just growing in love for this kid. And I felt like more alive there in that conversation with that kid than I think I would have if I was back in my office just preparing a lesson. And maybe that's what I, what God is inviting us into, like this vibrant life that comes um, when we like fall back into what he, where he wants us, what he wants us to be doing that uh, will just bring this flow of love. And I did. I came back into my office and I started to prepare my lesson from a place of presence and joy and love that I didn't have if I would have just stuck to my way. So that's simple example. And I remember feeling nervous before, like I was jumping off maybe a small cliff, but I just felt a vibrancy and a, and a beauty that came from God that I was missing before I had jumped. Well, I think that's one thing that's that's important to notice. Sometimes we're so steeped in thinking about sacrifice and consecration. It's got some weight to it that we think everything's going to be ripped away and miserable. But it seems over and over that God's actually trying to infuse light and peace and goodness in our lives. It's just comes in a way that we're not quite expecting sometimes. And so since it is unexpected and so it, since it does take a little bit of risk, it's something worth practicing um, till we get a feel for it. Um, yeah. Should we do it, Nate? Right out? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a, a simple little practice, just maybe practicing what Isaiah is suggesting here, letting go of uh, our crutches um, and staying ourselves on the God of Israel. So, As we do, just take a second to settle in. If you have a chance to close your eyes and just focus totally in this moment um, so that we can do an inner practice without distraction. Maybe sit in a way that your, your spine is straight. Take a deep breath and settle into your body. Just feel your body as a whole from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes and Take a second to really appreciate that you're alive, that you're breathing, that you have a physical body, that you're experiencing things. Just let yourself get a little still within your body. Well, now as you have that sense, let's just have you bring your attention to just where your mind has been lately, where your 
where the gravity of life has been pulling you? What are your, what have your thoughts been on? Where have your concerns been? And we're not like diving deep into these thoughts or things, but just notice what have you been drawn to lately? What have you, where have you been preferring to spend your time to, what have you been thinking about? What has life been pulling you into? And not that these are bad things, but just where do you feel yourself drawn lately? Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What types of things have been drawing your attention that are not necessarily directly, you know, trusting in God? What have you been drawn to, like, trust in, to lean on, to place maybe your sense of worth in? Just notice them. Again, not so that we shame ourselves or beat ourselves up. That's not going to help us at all here. But just so that we notice where our attention is being drawn. Maybe then ask yourself, what am I clinging to a little bit with our rock wall analogy? What are those things that I'm trying to get my security from? that by nature can't really give me lasting security. And then even let's do a quick visualization. Picture yourself holding on to one of these things, like you're climbing a rock wall and trying to get your stability from it. And now picture that God is just inviting you to lean on him, to come toward him instead of cling to this thing that by nature can't give you peace, love, lasting happiness like he can. And now I'm just going to invite you to call up a couple of questions in your head. First question. Where do I prefer to be in life right now? What is my will calling me to do? And then the next question. What is God inviting me toward? What is life calling me to do? And now allow yourself to fall into that trust in God. And trust that he's there. He's got you and that he has opportunities and strength and love and energy and light available for you as you trust in him as you stay yourself upon the God of Israel and allow yourself to feel the feelings that come from putting trust in him stability, assurance peace strength 
and invite you to maybe even pause this podcast and sit with those feelings, sit with that experience of trusting in God rather than trusting in whatever else is drawing you, is drawing your trust that by nature can't give you what God can give you. And then as we wrap up the practice, just open your eyes, come back to the here and now, but maintain, if you can, that sense of trusting in God rather than trusting in other things that might draw you in. And we thank you for being with us this week. We hope that you're finding just great peace and joy in life as you stay yourself upon the God of Israel. Thanks for being with us here at Practicing Faith. We'll catch you next time.